I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 356 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an extremely talented pop star dad for you guys today. Nick Carter joins me on the podcast. He is a first-class father and a member of the Backstreet Boys, which has just been crushing the pop music charts since they first burst on the scene back in 1996. Nick and the boys have sold over 100 million records. They're one of the world's best-selling music artists. In fact, their first 10 albums hit the top 10 on the Billboard charts. Nick has performed with the Backstreet Boys all over the world. They got an extremely loyal fan base. And Nick put his dancing talents on display back in 2015 by finishing second on Dancing with the Stars. And just recently, Nick has stepped up big time to help support the frontline workers. He's going to tell us about that and so much more. It's a big honor to have him here on the podcast today. Nick Carter will be here in just a few minutes, so please... Stick around for the interview. And Nick Carter is kicking off what is an unbelievable first week of June here on First Class Fatherhood. Wednesday on the podcast, I have the extreme honor of welcoming Green Beret Medal of Honor recipient Matthew Williams to the podcast. Matthew received the nation's highest award for his courageous actions during the Battle of Shock Valley. Much more on that coming Wednesday. Thursday, actor Sam Yeager stops by. He starred in the wildly popular TV show Parenthood. He's playing major roles in the upcoming seasons of Handmaid's Tale and The Politician, so lock it in for that. And Friday, we're going to finish off the week just as it began here with a billboard-smashing music legend. Sean Stockman from Boys to Men will be here to tell us all about his debut solo album. So let's go, dads. Be sure you subscribe to the podcast. And as always, help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Backstreet Boy Nick Carter. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Nick Carter. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I got two children. I got a seven-month-old daughter and uh, a four-year-old, four-and-a-couple-months-year-old boy. All right, you got one-and-one. You guys going for the tiebreaker here or are you all done? Um, well, I think we're done. <laughs> That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's definitely a lot of work. You know, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other people who are, who probably say to themselves, yeah, it's a lot harder because they got either like four or five or, you know, how many kids, but even two by itself is, is a lot. And right now the age that 
that my son Odin's in. He's definitely jumping on the couches. Uh, he doesn't listen. Um, and, you know, we got a lot of timeouts going on. And then I'm holding the baby, you know, on one hand, feeding her a bottle on the other, and changing her diaper. And so it's a lot of fun. But, hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. I understand. Yeah, I'm right in that category, Nick. I got four kids myself, so I know exactly what it's all about here. And uh, <laughs> did, you, did, did you do, like, um, the gender reveal to find out what you were having both times? Did you guys wait till the end to find out? How did you work that out? So the first time that I actually did the gender reveal was when I did Dancing with the Stars, uh, and that's when I announced um, that I was having a boy. It was actually on the show, uh, and, you know, I had all the – blue balloons come out and we announced it and my wife was there with me um and then the uh second time actually um with my daughter we did a uh it was um uh, we did like a golf ball like hit and it it, it, it was an epic fail and okay. basically we tried to hit this golf ball and actually had my son try to hit the golf ball and it didn't break and and so it was what it was. But, yeah, we, uh, those were the two kind of gender reveals that we had, did, we had done. Yeah, that's, that's like some of those super pinatas sometimes. You try to bust them things open. They, don't, they ain't budging. They didn't budge, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if you could, Nick, please, just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, well, I'm one of the Backstreet Boys. I am the youngest guy in, in the group. Uh, I've been in the group for 27 years. And, um, you know, since I was 12 years old, I've been a Backstreet Boy. And, yeah, I'm currently on tour uh, with the group. Um, we're on tour, uh, the DNA World Tour. Uh, we had to postpone it um, obvi for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, some new dates are coming up um, later uh, next year. You can go on BackstreetBoy.com. Really, my main job right now is, is being a father, and fatherhood is what I live for. Yeah, very cool, Nick. And, and about then, how old were you then when you first became a dad? And how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, well, I became a dad with my my son when I was thirty seven, roughly, um, and um, it, it was definitely it was everything that I had ever dreamed of, as far as just um, you know being able to to have. Um, you know, someone who I could uh, just just love unconditionally, and and someone who, uh, and I did, never knew that that's that love could be so strong, and um, yeah. So that's when it first happened was when I was around 37 years old with my son. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I know you mentioned there. You alluded to the pandemic. Obviously, uh, it's changed the, the the lives of all of us here. And I know you teamed up with Voss recently. Uh, what what was the genesis of that? And what has the response been? Um, well, the, uh, the hardest part, I think, about being um, wanting to help and, and then at the same time, you know, doing the right thing and, you know, staying, doing the social distancing and staying at home and, and, um, and just being responsible, um, you know, you, you, you see all the things that are happening, you know, through social media and, and, and how the pandemic is actually affecting people's lives and, and and you know obviously the 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 first line responders and and all the essential workers uh, out there who who um, you know are working endlessly and tirelessly every single day and the the, the nurses and and the doctors uh, you know who who are 
uh, risking their lives, you know, for, for the lives of other people. Okay. As I was watching all these things happen, um, I'm like, you know, I, I, I would, I want to jump in my car and just like, you know, drive to the hospital and, 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 you know, deliver water or deliver food or do whatever it is. And, and normally we, we would be able to do that, but obviously in this climate we cannot. So um, we teamed up with Voss um, and we had this idea of delivering over 2,000 bottles of water uh, to um, the Brooklyn uh, Mount Sinai Hospital, which obviously everyone knows that, uh, you know, New York City has been very affected as well as other places all around the country. Um, and so we, we were able to do that, and you can go to my social media, you can see how, how it turned out, and all the nurses and doctors received the water, and, you know, it, they were really um, grateful for it, and it just, just feels good to give back in any way that we can. And we obviously, we also did something when the, when the uh, pandemic first uh, struck, uh, we, we did uh, 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 something with Fox, um, basically uh, a benefit with Elton John, and we did that when it first happened and so you know we've been trying to find creative ways to to give back you know while we have to be responsible and stay back home and Boston was one of those uh, uh incredible uh companies and and uh you know, that were able to 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 help with that yeah good stuff Nick and one of the most encouraging things during the pandemic has been seeing people like you uh, in the position that you're in to step up and do so much to help so many people out so that's been uh, one of the most encouraging things about or one of the most inspirational things about the pandemic is to see so many good people uh, doing good things here. And, and, and reining this back into you as a dad here, um, what are some of the top values that you hope to instill in your kids growing up? Well, I think it's, first and foremost, um, education is, is really important to me um, because, and reading, uh, which from a very young age I had was doing with my son, um, whether it was just <laughs> my wife likes to make fun of me, like that that movie, uh, is it Parenthood with the you know uh, Rick Moranis doing the flashcards in the closet? Like what's the, I was that kind of dad, you know, like where I just I want them to to be able to have um, a great start, you know. I uh, one of the things I I didn't I wasn't really an avid reader, and I didn't learn to read until later on in life. So you know, I feel like reading was very very important. So obviously, you know, giving them a couple of fundamentals so that they can really, that they can really just kind of fend for themselves and, you know, and be able to just be able to integrate into to society because it's a very fast society. You know, there's, you know, it's all about reading. It's about, you know, you got to be. So anyways, things like that, small things. And obviously love, you know, I, I want to smother them with love. I'm holding my children all the time. I'm always um, just, you know, doing things with them. You know, if you go to my social media, you'll see I'm always doing, you know, sports. You know, I know it's, he's only four years old, but exposing him to activities. You know, we're always, we're at home. We're working out. You know, I, I work out with my wife. You know, we, we train with each other, you know, and he'll come in and he'll do some, like, you know, stretching and yoga poses and meditation. So, like, all these things. Look, here's the thing. I know that my children are watching and they're, and and I just obviously the kind of father that I want to be is a loving, inspirational, and I mean, educating father. So those are all the things that I I want to be for them. Yeah, very well said, Nick. And I think reading is important. I love what you say there too. I'm a big reader myself. I try to read at least a book every week, and I'm always got my kids uh, involved in reading as well. And now when it comes to bedtime, what does your bedtime routine look like? Are you reading them stories, or are you singing them? So you hitting them with some songs from the old Backstreet Boys there. 
All right, dads. Today's episode is being brought to you in part by Lumen. Lumen is working to improve the world's metabolic health and quality of life. Lumen is the first handheld device that measures your metabolism through the breath to tell you what fuel source your body is using for fuel, carbs or fats. You can receive real-time daily insights about where your metabolism is at to help you optimize your workouts, get fit, or lose weight. Lumen Science is rooted in years of validation research conducted by two of their founders and chief scientists. And today, First Class Fatherhood listeners can get $25 off by using the promo code FATHERHOOD25. Visit www.lumen.me or hit the link in today's show notes and enter the code FATHERHOOD25 to get $25 off and improve your quality of life today. When it comes to bedtime, what does your bedtime routine look like? Are you reading them stories, or are you singing them, so you're hitting them with some songs from the old Backstreet Boys there? <laughs> yeah, we're not singing Backstreet Boys that much right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I'm reading bedtime stories. Um, there's a really incredible book um, uh, that, I mean, obviously I'm reading all the Dr. Seuss books and you know, uh, we read the dog and donut book, uh, you know, the moose and muffin, and, you know, all those different books. Uh, it's so funny. I will sing, I'll hum to my, because my daughter now, she's, when, before she goes to sleep, I'll, I'll hum like little, I, I think the song I'm humming to her right now and singing is, which is really strange, is uh, Green Sleeves. <laughs> um, you know, and so things, but the book that I'm reading right now that I really, really love is, it's called Maybe. Um, it's an incredible, incredible, uh, it's by Kobe Yamada. And, and it's just an inspirational story about, you know, the things that, um, the potential in all of us. So obviously books like that to inspire them that hopefully will become a part of their lives later on in life is what I'm reading right now. Yeah, good stuff, Nick. And what, what about as far as discipline goes? I know they're young yet. Uh, what type of disciplinarity are you so far as a dad? A spanker, timeout guy, and is it different than the discipline style you grew up with? Well, um, I am of the, the, I guess you could say, the mentality of timeouts, which is important, you know, to, 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 to be able to set boundaries with our children that they understand um, that that they they get a choice you know we we do like a one two three uh timeout scenario and then when i'm when i'm in timeout with with my son or something you know i i will talk to him i i kind of do like i try to do the you know the um minute to uh the age approach which is like you know a minute to every year um so maybe like four to five minutes and once he comes out of the timeout i will I'll say, hey, you know, like, so why were we on timeout? And uh, what are you going to do next time? And then, you know, he'll repeat back to me. And, and then I'll say, and I'll give him a hug. And I'll say, that was a really great timeout. And I'm very proud of you. And thank you for listening. And so, so really the, uh, the consequences based on the one, two, three approach, I think really, really works. Um, you know, but also, too, I, we don't do it. We don't overdo it. Um, and we don't, we apply it and when it happens, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a serious thing for, for him. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Nick. And how has your, uh, your son been in the role of big brother here? Did he take to it right away or did he take some warming up to do? He is warming up. Um, <laughs> he, he, he's a little four year old and he, he's jumping around on things and he's doing things and he's, 
you know, and and if he watches like uh, cartoons, um, you know, it's funny. I, I don't want to get sidetracked, but I got to be honest. Like I, we were, <laughs> I'm a little. Um, uh, I'm I grew up on the, uh, the the classic cartoons. I call him classically trained, so he'll watch like. I mean, he watches the new stuff like Paw Patrol and all this stuff, and then the the Transformers and the, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? the Rescue Bots and all those things. But he's been watching the original Ghostbusters, uh, and and just got him into Ninja Turtles right now. So we're watching those. But my point is, when he gets watching those things, he starts wanting to like karate kick things, and you know, I just I got to just make sure that that he's not trying to do that to his little sister. <laughs> so he's more <laughs> walking around. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, Nick, that's one of the best things about the technology is we have the opportunity uh, to show our kids these things that we that we enjoyed growing up, you know, some of the old cartoons. Like, I was big into Thundercats and stuff like that, so I have the opportunity to share, you know, some of those old school cartoons that I grew up with. We could do it on demand, basically, and, and the way that we view uh, movies, the way we listen to music and consume music has changed a lot since you got first got into the scene here. So uh, what, what kind of advice do you have, Nick, for the parents out there that has a kid that's interested in a music career? Well, I mean, like, perfect example, my, my son, I, I'll play guitar around him, um, you know, play drums and, and, you know, or I'll play music and he, he likes some of the songs that I play and, and he'll gravitate towards things. Um, you know, for, for me, it's, it's more about allowing them to be a child you know, first and, and letting them just be exposed to all of these, like, you know, things, whether it's music, whether it's food, whether it's, you know, books, whether it's, you know, playtime sports and all these things, and then let them kind of make their choice later on, um, you know, in life. Uh, but if they gravitate toward, towards one thing, I'm going to pay attention to it, and I'm going to see what they really like. And But as far as, you know, music, you know, I, I liked it when I was little. Um, I I was, I loved singing. Uh, I would sing to the radio. I would, you know, go outside and I would sing to myself and I would perform to myself and my parents saw that. And, and that's when they kind of um, honed in a little bit and, and nurtured it and, and grew it. And so it's really all about, like, if they really want to, if they love music and they're inspired by it, let them try it out. And you never know if they have a talent or not. If they do, um, you know, just help them, help them grow with it. Yeah, well said, Nick. It's some good advice. And I know we got Father's Day coming around the corner here. What is the what is the perfect Father's Day kind of look like for you? Actually, here's <laughs> what it is. It's it's my wife's birthday coming up. And so I'm trying not to like celebrate Father's Day before the birthday and, and it's definitely before uh Father's Day. So I'm like I'd rather, you know, pay attention before it's like all about me. My point is so cuz she was like, "Well, it's Mother's Day and I remember this happened." She said, "I just want to sleep in." And so she I let her sleep in, took the kids all day and, you know, and, um, for me, I don't want to sleep in. I want to get up. I want to, I want to, you know, prepare breakfast for my kids. Um, uh, you know, and, and for being a father, it's about, it, it, that's my joy. That is the gift to me is, is those two children and, and to, to, to just be there for them on father's day. And that's the gift to me. So, yeah, I love that, Nick. And, and you've had, listen, you've had so much success. You've had a tremendous career here. What type of, uh, what's next for you? What kind of goals or plans do you have for the future? Well, like I said, we um, right now are on a bit of a hiatus, and we will 
we have postponed, um, rescheduled more so, uh, the the tour date to uh, next year. Uh, you can go to BackstreetBoys.com. You can go to all of our social medias, and you can see those new dates that are up. Uh, we we work currently on um, uh, a world tour, a world tour, um, and so uh, more is really what's the focus right now. And you know there are talks about maybe uh, recording a holiday record potentially. Um, you know, but we gotta wait till everyone gets out of the 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 social distancing and and you know when things are uh allowed to um proceed a little bit you know so but we're just kind of waiting on all that okay yeah sounds good last thing i'm going to hit you with here nick i love to ask all the dads that i get on the podcast what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening well for the uh new father and the about to be father um just and, and like I said, read some books, um, and, and, and go, there's a lot of information on the, on the web, um, you know, but be present, you know, with, with your children, and don't be afraid to, to just uh, be the, uh, how do I say, you can yeah. do everything that, that the mom does, and the mom can do everything that the, the man does, and, you know, the husband does, and, um, and, and it's like... You, so the bottles, the, the feeding, the diaper changing, the everything, you know, embrace it, you know, be a part of it and help out, you know, take take the bull by the horns and um, just embrace it and, and be there and be present and be 100% no matter what. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Nick Carter, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, sir. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Nick Carter for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. A lot more action heading your way this week. Wednesday on the podcast, I'm going to have the extreme honor of having Green Beret Medal of Honor recipient Matthew Williams join me. Thursday, actor Sam Yeager stops by. And then Friday, Sean Stockman of Boys to Men will be here to cap off the week. So lock it in for all that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and